Welcome to episode 78 of Control-Alt-Revolt. The weekend is over. We're back in it. Various uh, people of the government are talking about the New World Order, getting caught doing it. What say you, single white Medusa? I say down with the tyrants. There's more of us than there are of them. Yeah. They don't relent. I think the thing that bothered me today was you begin to put the pieces together. Um, Wow, all these people who were unpopular, Newsom, Biden, Justin Trudeau, being forced into elections, not really doing anything to win. Just continuing to be tyrants, continuing to trot over people. And and once again, they win. They all seem to win constantly. And then they act as though they have no fear of not winning. Yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't say exactly not doing anything to win because I would posit that they are doing lots of cheating to win, obviously. And uh, I'm saying that pattern no, would yeah. indicate yes. <laughs> I know. I would say that pattern would indicate yes. They, they, you know, like it's, yeah. there's a pattern, like, but these are people that are acting like, A, they're never going to get caught, or B, there's nothing to lose, so why not go for it? But these are not acting like people who are feeling accountable to the United States of America. And, you know, again, or I... Or Canada, in Trudeau's part. I would still say, yes, I think they're doing a lot of, I guess you would call them like ground games with cheating and stuff. I think they're doing all of it, but I still am so uncomfortable with the electronic voting system and Dominion and stuff. And if it is true what they are able to do with that, which I know is very debatable and some people don't think, but if they are able to do that, it's like, that's all they need. Like... That's if all they can, yeah, yeah, if they can finagle it that way with the algorithms and the numbers and changing votes and stuff like that, like, I don't know. Like, who, uh, like, you can't win, but you I don't cannot. know. I hope And if you look at the history of electronic that. voting, um, it, it, in just the tw- last 20 years, it's really only come into use in the last 12 years. Um, it's, it's heavily leaned Democrat. Oh, yeah. And... All of this comes out of the George Bush elections, which were always called questionable. And it's almost like they said to themselves, fine, if we can't win that way, then let's go for it. We have nothing to lose. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's where we're at now. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's really crazy. And then we just watched a video of Lori Lightfoot, the mayor from Chicago, just talking about how you stack the municipalities, the people that administrate and everything like that and then just this devastating thing that she says where she goes um all people who pledge allegiance to the new world order i mean she says that not you know pledge allegiance to the constitution or just your civic duty to your the people like remember when government servants were actually servants and they pledged to be like i will do what you guys want to do now you have to pledge allegiance to klaus schwab you have to and i mean that stuff is you know eli brode that kind of stuff bill gates that kind of stuff, George Soros. George Soros, it's getting insane and it's making Alex Jones look like a prophet. Yeah, exactly. And they're now like, why do they all keep slipping up now and quote unquote and saying new world order? Is it almost, it's almost starting to feel on purpose a little bit it's to on start purpose. to normalize yeah. the term now again. Yeah. And like, I don't know. You see a lot of things where they're normalizing AB testing it is what they call it in sort of like marketing but it is all marketing and it is to 
to download these phrases and then you'll see if anybody um, erupts about it uh, which there is sort of a fatigue about that people an outrage fatigue on our side um, how many things can you be outraged about a day usually I mean like it used to be one at the beginning of the week, one at the end of the week. Now it really honestly is up to about four things a day. That's why I feel like, I mean, personally, I do things a little bit differently. Like we really source our own news and our own. So we have like a lot of sources that we feel try to honestly investigate things now. And those are, those vary from like super right wing to like center, whatever Tim Pool is. He's very center He's a former almost leftist, but like anyone who we feel is like not bought off by the corporate media and, um, and is just trying to like honestly report. And then I just feel like I have certain issues that I personally think are the most crucial, you know, for our freedoms and everything. And those could vary for different people, but you know, and then I really kind of actually stay on those. <laughs> and, and there are other issues that are being thrown at us that I do think are important but I kind of, for me, don't think they're as important. And then I don't tend to um, watch those things as much or read those articles as much. Um, I'll, like, be a little familiar with them. But I'm like, I don't think that's the most important thing. So I don't know. I feel like if everybody does that, you're not being on the rails as much. You're not letting them control now this thing, now this thing, now this thing. And you can kind of be slightly aware of them. But then you can also, like, really stay on. If you think a topic's important, stay on it. Like have your few topics and like continue to research them, continue to kind of try to focus your news, you know, learning and paying attention time on those. I don't know. That's just my, that's my personal thing that I do and I enjoy it because I don't feel like they're controlling what I'm focusing on. I'm, I'm controlling it. And I, I like that. I mean, here's what I would say. And I think that that leads me to posit this thing that I think would be really exciting for everybody who's listening to this podcast. I know that everybody in a certain way is really upset and wanting to fight back and that's why you're i think listening to this podcast i think a lot of people and i've talked to people who've who've come and met me and they're like man it just feels like you're alone and you're isolated and you're in this office with all these true believers you know uh who love the mask who cringe in the airplane away from the unmasked guy while they're wearing the double shield mask and you know like they're just righteously indignant. And you have to remember, they have now mind-controlled themselves and believe that you are evil. This is not. This is no longer a discussion over different ideas. They don't do ideas anymore. You are morally evil. And a lot of people are feeling like they're morally evil. There's a lot of stuff to attack here. And I think this is... We have some focus points. Um, what am I looking at? Oh, sorry. I just saw a little fender bender and I thought she was uh, going to drive away, but she didn't. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. <yeah. laughs> um, you know, so there are, there are a few things that, uh, you know, are up for consideration, uh, that we, we kind of focus on. We we're, we focused on sort of the, the child abduction thing, the FBI, the amount of times they show up. The Vax is a big one for us. We'll, we'll continue to attack everything and hope, you know, that, that things fire people. But, like, I think what we have to look at ourselves is we are definitely in competition with a one-mind state. So if we look at this as a war, there is a central planning committee. And that, that is totalitarian. That is communist. That is sort of this sort of 
overstate. They want everything to be top down. Like Lori Lightfoot said, you know, those who are willing to pledge obedience to the new world order. So if we think of this as in Star Wars terms, and we think of them as sort of the new world order um, and the empire, you know, we're seeing that uniformity. All, everybody's got the same outfit in your section. Everybody's got the the uh, TIE fighter, you know, and everybody's got the uniform equipment. Whereas, you know, here I'm going to make everybody's day. We are the Rebel Alliance. We got a lot of junky equipment that seems to have seen use in other times. We're all kind of a little different and a little quirky, uh, but we all have some experience and we have some expertise. And the main thing that we have is a desire to destroy the New World Order. And I think I have to articulate that now. And I think if we're normalizing terms, let's go ahead and normalize that on our side. Let's start to say that. And what they will say in return is the sneer, oh, Alex Jones, you believe in the New World Order. You can find tons of videos from the President of the United States on down where they say it. Let's name the ones that we can think of that we've seen, because they're really easy to look up. And that would be like, we've seen, okay, the Lori Lightfoot one, you just played that today. There was just a few days ago the female Australian health minister, is that her position, I think? Um, Joe Biden. Who has that really, like, angry, furrowed brow all the time. Joe Biden. Oh, I forgot about Joe Biden. And then definitely George Bush Sr. There's one of him and I... Is there one of George W. Bush, too? I'm not... Yes. He's the one that initially actually said it. So so we should begin to out it. We should begin to play the card for them instead of letting them take the branding and and say it. I mean, like, we we need to... Yeah, there's a new world order. Oh, you're crazy if you think that. Well, uh, here's some videos I've downloaded, and you can watch them saying this stuff. And now what do you think? And I, I saw a classic example of that on Alex Jones where, you know, he had a, he had a great Tim Pool last night. And, and you know, he was he's being Alex, which is sort of like a, I don't know, an autistic teddy bear. But as you that's said, sort of, idiot savant. Though, yeah, that's like... sort of <laughs> mind dumping all this stuff for you to uh, download and everything like that. And it's interesting. And he goes, yeah, George Washington was uh, on and on about the Illuminati, wrote 16 different letters. And they all go, whoa, whoa, full stop. That never happened. He's like, well, you can look it up right here. So they look it up, and lo and behold, George Washington was writing about the Illuminati. And it was like in on the Library of Congress website, and it was like the transcript of a yeah. George Washington letter, and he mentions the Illuminati a couple times. <laughs> and even I, I didn't disbelieve it, but even I was like, wow, there's actually those letters. Like, that's amazing. So. They've normalized us questioning the insane and the ludicrous so that they can do the insane and the ludicrous audaciously. And audacity is an excellent combat multiplier in any military plan. You have to understand that. 68% of the time when a military unit acts audaciously, even though outnumbered, even out-equipped, lots of outs, 68% of the time that military unit will win by acting audaciously. And so that's something that I think we all need to bring back. We need to... We need to, I remember there was a time, one time early on in Obama's presidency when like, oh, the audacity of hope. Ugh. Well, yeah. And I, I want to get back to one thing real quick. his book? Okay. I want to get back to one thing real quick is that you were talking about, I forgot, never mind. Well, when I was doing my long spiel, because I don't normally talk for long periods of time, so was it when I was saying how I kind of no, never pick mind. and choose? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just saying, I think that's his, that was his book title, right? But, um, yeah, so, yeah, Alex Jones was on Tim Pool last night, and that was 
very entertaining and uh, I would recommend checking that out because uh, it is kind of fun to get both of their perspectives like you have Tim Pool that's being a little uh, like way more careful on stuff and then Alex Jones is like sp spouting out all the all the crazy ideas and then you know them looking up a lot of stuff like that and uh, finding out a a lot of it was true and then some of it they weren't able to verify right on the spot but i don't know that's, that was worth a listen so, so anyways the i think that what we have to bring back is that audaciousness to be willing to attack them in their own territory to begin to out them on the new world world order instead of letting them brand that way and then also just like with these subjects what single white medusa was saying was you know it might be time if they're going to have this sort of one mind super brain state where all the orders are top down and they're the empire, then why don't we embrace the rebel alliance and why don't we attack them from a ton of smaller networks? Why don't we commit to a death by a thousand cuts? And so no uniformity, just passion and interest. And so if anything that you are kind of, you know, you find yourself late at night thinking more and more about that topic I would encourage everybody, dive in deep. Make a stack. It's really easy. It's just like registering everything like that. Um, you don't need a microphone. I just have a blue snowball. Uh, you can record in-app and just start talking about it and then post it in the comments on this. And I think, you know, what we're seeing in media is we're seeing the development of these new neural networks of independent journalism that are opposing sort of the big uh, brain one mind state totalitarian news outlets and it's effective it really is effective and now it's time for a ton of us to form our our own neural networks and have them sort of interlink where we talk about all of this stuff and we begin to raise the chatter and the volume and defang their ability to brand their ability to control the narrative and just start calling it out like it is and and, and the main thing in the united states we can say is um, you guys can talk all you want about a new world order, but that ain't in the Constitution. And we're going to start talking about the Constitution. We're going to start talking about our rights. And we're going to start specifically talking about our Second Amendment rights, which you fear. We're not going to do any more of this bullshit, you can only have what we say you have. The Constitution says, shall not be infringed. And there are states like Texas that are starting to do that in other states. And if we continue to do that, we can't do that. And it really is. You're seeing that is an issue that a lot of people can get behind. And amazingly, people on the other side, you're starting to see these sort of soy beta boys buying military gear and putting it on and saying, we're ready to come at you. Well, <laughs> really? those are people who really are Second Amendment advocates. I would love for them to, you know, <laughs> okay. uh, to, to I, I, I would take any, you know, beta boy to the range and teach them the fun of shooting and they would get into it right. Range time converts a lot of people. Um, and when you're able to, especially with women, when I say to them, like, um, this weapon makes you the equal of any man. Well, I'm a mighty girl and I can do karate kicks and flying things and all that kind of stuff. No, you can't. You can't do anything. You couldn't beat a dude. Just not going to happen. You, that's a fantasy of Hollywood. But this weapon, this weapon makes you a very powerful person. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, the left's misconception of like what you said, quote unquote, range time and stuff is, is like, it's a bunch of rednecks and they're all like, boom, boom, and shooting guns in the air. So, and I would just say like, well, that's you. Yeah, no, no. But like, you're right. Once you brought a beta boy there, they would see like, oh, wow. Everyone is like 
so careful, so safety oriented, so mature, so awesome, you know, like, and so like willing to help too. Like if you do need help or questions, like they want to help you, they want to educate you. And like, I do think that is a misconception if people don't know. Yeah. And there's just something fun about guns. And, and I think, I think, you know, because of the propaganda of the left, like you have to be willing to invite people into these things and then confront them and say, no, all these things, those are, those are straw us, mm-hmm. the things you've been told. Like the really coolest thing is when you see black NRA, NRA members mm-hmm. and like black guys who are really getting into guns and family. And I am like, so for that, because if all the things that you say are true about like bad cops or, you know, racist mobs coming to get you, I totally approve of you having that weapon. Yeah, you should be you able know? to defend yourself. But what yourself. you find is those people start to trend right because mm-hmm. they get it. Because that that gun is your basic right. And the people who are trying to keep it away from you are the same people who are trying to keep you down. For sure. You yeah. Know? So I would those are the things that I would advance today. It's it's very, very interesting times because I think we're now entering a period where the seams and the fractures are starting to appear in the COVID narrative. With the FDA saying, um, hey, we don't we don't OK the second booster shot where, you know, or the third the booster part. shot where where the uh, the Biden administration really wanted that on their Christmas list. So that's that's a fracture. Another fracture is Kamala today um, asked for an invest supports an investigation of Biden, the Biden administration. You can see the video. Kamala supports a, a an investigation of the Biden administration's handling of the Haitians. If <laughs> that is the ultimate proof that they are a completely fractured administration, because like it's weird because it, it's like you are the Biden administration, yeah. but she was clearly speaking about it like she's not part of the Biden administration, right. as in they need to be investigated. It's like, wait, you're the vice president. You are part of. So I don't know. That's that shows they are having major infighting or, you know, two different factions in there. Which was crazy. And then not to mention the James O'Keefe uh, Project Veritas thing that came out yesterday as yeah, well. Yeah, why don't you talk about that a little bit? So that was a very brave, awesome uh, nurse that works for Health and Human Services. Did I hear them say Phoenix in Phoenix? I'm not positive it was about not, that. It was an Indian, it's Indian Affairs. Mm-hmm. So it was somewhere in the Southwest, but I do think it was Phoenix. And the administrator came out today and like basically said, oh, we know this video is disturbing and we're here to help you. But they were freaking out. What did the one doctor, I'll make you say it because you don't mind cussing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to. The vaccine but... is full of shit. Yeah. That, and that was an actual doctor uh, caught on video. I mean, I, I don't even know that she probably would have mind that, minded that she was caught on video, but I don't think she knew she was on video. The but people watching people yeah. die on the ground have had it. Yeah. Um, and, and Tim Poole raised an excellent, excellent point. He said the, and, and he said, um, the best way to confront the non-vaxxers, us, the dirty vaxxers, um, and for us to be cured of our ignorance and fear and paranoia and hesitancy and, and dirtiness is the next time a doctor tells us that we need to get the shot, the vaccine, the jab. I hate all those words. It's, it's you know, science experiment. Mm-hmm. But I'll call it a vaccine. But, you know, I've, again, the fun of being on the Substack and why you might want to support this effort on the Substack by just subscribing $5 a month. Because if I were on YouTube or any of the other podcast uh, uh, social media channels, 
this would be banned because you can't even say those words because tolerance and freedom in America and not the overstate and not pledging allegiance to a newer world order. You know, all, all that Google weird CIA deep state stuff, which is true. Um, but the the vaccine, um, I, I don't, I, I, I think that what Tim Pool was trying to say is um, basically the next time a doctor asks you to get the vaccine, just take a piece of paper and put I, you know, and your name um, hold, you know, and have the doctor sign it responsible for any adverse effects. And then just say to the doctor, as soon as you sign this, I will get that vaccine. And what you will find, and actually Tim Pool, you know, went and tested this with doctors, is they want no liability because they have no faith in it. They know it's a, some people call it a leaky vaccine, a bad vaccine, whatever is happening. Um, I think you can get into some darker stuff where someone posited in the comments last week that it may be a marker vaccine for the bioweapons that are now coming down the line. There was an article about China trying to use nanochimeric viruses uh, 18 months prior to this that would have done worse. If you listen to the Alex Jones crowd, he's definitely saying... um, all of this vaccine and this COVID is preparatory to teach you to obey for the next big ones that are coming down the line. I trend towards that. I think we're going to get hit for the, fir- the the first one as we get into winter. I think they're they're really going to try to scare the hell out of people. I think you're going to see a lot of death. Um, I think it's probably going to go after the vaccinated people. But hey, I could be wrong. It could be the real deal. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. But there's too much shady stuff with the vaccine. And what you'll find with doctors and paramedics and nurses not getting the vaccine, healthcare frontline workers like exposed in the Veritas video, they don't buy it. They're not believing it. They won't get it for themselves. If they're forced into getting it, they have friends that have died from it. They don't want it. And instead, what you hear from that commie, Jen Psaki, and that whole is get the vaccine. Like, these are people that haven't worked a day in their life in a hospital have been immune immunized from anybody with covid so that they can be protected because they're the special class they're so protected that you can see constant photos of everybody i think there was a health and human secretary services secretary on a train who was bragging about having a mobile meeting and everybody said there's no one in this meeting on a train that has a mask it's required that you have a mask we know about the emmys fiasco you know oh my gosh they all they like i said on Saturday, we took some friends to go to a play, and they said, hey, you got to wear a mask to come in. We were like, nope. And that was actually Sunday. And um, and 40 miles to our north, they were inside a theater, um, all not wearing a mask, but they're the elite people. They're the special. They're the protected. And then you see the media come out and do this apologetics tour where they go, oh, they were actually outside. They tell you all these lies that actually aren't true. They were violated, and they're allowed to violate it because we have two Americas now. We have the elites who are climbing towards the top, those who will be gods. And we have the obedient, useful idiots who are keeping them in power with voting, keeping them, keeping the lights on, keeping the veneer of civilization, but who don't realize they are being slowly killed and mean nothing to the gods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think um, you were saying... I don't know. I feel like yesterday you were saying 
there were like all these sections of people there were like the elites and the uh useful idiots and it was like way down the line and then like the freedom people yeah yeah there's there's a narrative right now saying there's two americas and i would have bought into it before that uh that emmy thing but what i realize now is there are really three americas there is there are the elites who will continue like if you think the san francisco mayor or Lori lightfoot or gavin newsom you, if you think that was an accident they were caught photographed with their masks it's not see that's an interesting theory because i think most people even probably myself if you hadn't said that which i think i've already heard you say that but like i would have thought it was Oh, we keep like it was an accident, and we keep catching them. Those those phonies, those hypocrites. But you actually think it's on purpose? Which I think no, it accomplishes a few things. One, it makes people like you enraged, <laughs> which true. they want. They want the marker of your rage. They want you on all the social media posts to identify yourself, so that when the roundups come, they know exactly who to go get, how to put the algorithm out to search for you, how to identify you when you want services. Oh, well, you know, you had that post questioning Lori Lightfoot. You know, I don't think you're going to get that hip surgery. Mark my words, that's what it's coming to. But they want all that, but but really what they want to do... So we have the Emmy video. Then we have this dude who looks like John Lezagamo, who's on an airplane, and he's eating a cracker, and he's got his mask off, and this fear-struck old couple in masks, face shields gloves everything is cringing into the fuselage of the plane to get away from him and the old man's like you're fucking out of it you know like he's probably better ready to like burst a vessel you know the oh morty stop don't do it you know like they're just they're just they're they're they've been driven crazy they've been driven crazy they've been boiled crazy and and they they heartily believe that they're gonna die now you ask those those people went home and watched the emmys and it never occurred to them to question Charlize Theron not wearing a mask. Or whoever it was. I can't even recognize any stars anymore. They all suck. Also, <laughs> Cop Shop was great. I was just going to... Yeah, I just made a note. Yeah, like, Doc Spears and uh, myself and the lovely ladies went to see it because we couldn't get into the play. And we just loved Cop Shop. Really great. A lot of fun. All that kind of stuff. But going back to it... Um, they have been conditioned that they do not question their betters. The, the Obama, you know, start with Obama. He, he couldn't do anything wrong. Tan suit, this screw up, uh, that terrible girly thing. Girly baseball throw. Girly baseball throw. Thing. Walking across the ramp with the post America, you know, book. Uh, calling a post, calling you know the future post truth. Like everything corpsman. that yeah, corpsman. You know, I mean, a litany of mistakes. And, and even up until the election uh, before Donald Trump, they were trying to say, oh, I miss having a president with no scandals. <laughs> and it's like Obama was nothing but one I continuous know. scandal. It's just you put up the entire 8th Air Force of the press corps to fly through that flak and make sure he got through it. Yeah. But he's nothing. He's still a scandal. The reason you don't report on him is if the rumors are true about how he lives his life. It would be a scandal even now today. It wouldn't be normalized. Yeah, I mean, speaking of his scandals, if we're talking about his scandals, I don't, did you mention Benghazi and Fast and Furious? Because yeah. those are like huge. Yeah. We were mentioning like piddly but stuff. They, that, that but that we all remember. Yeah. They tried to say, oh, a scandal-free president. Yeah. Then it turns out all of Trump's scandals were manufactured. Yep. And here we are back to Bo- Biden, and uh, the scandals are so bad that they've created fractures, probably intentional. 
uh, I think the Congress did move to make a pass a new law to limit the powers of the presidency, which I do think is one of the big goals to no longer have the executive chief, chief executive, um, have as much power and really to have the power reside in the hands of the Congress. They're using Biden to say, see, Trump to say, see, see why we should do that. See why literally Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, should be the most powerful person. That is the argument that they're going to make there. So we see all these things happening. Speaking of Biden, I just have to bring these up. I didn't even get a chance to mention them to you yet, and we're going to have to look into them. But I did see a couple headlines here that we need to look into. I'll read the first one. I'll make you read the second one because I don't want to read it. (laughs) But it's interesting. Uh, The first one is like Secret Service says Biden is demented and deteriorating fast. So I'm going to have to look into that. But that's Secret Service calling him out. And then you can read that one because this one's pretty interesting. But it's crazy. This one. Uh, Secret Service warns Biden has lost his mind, regular, regularly soils himself. Yeah, I believe <laughs> we that. We need to look into that, but I, I would believe it. Yeah. I would not want to look into that. <laughs> well, I got to know. <laughs> Just that smell. Like, oh, he oh loaded again. He loaded again. <laughs> but that's, like, there's something majorly wrong if that's true. Like, it could that be, can't it, be our president. It could be the incompetence <laughs> of incontinence. Um, but it also could be that he's so medicated that he's lost mm. control, mm. you know, which would be... Yeah, um, but still, why is he medicated? It's because he's clearly yeah. got such major dementia. So yeah. either way, it's a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I think I think all of this is still according to plan. I mean, I don't think we're seeing a series of screw-ups. I think what we're seeing is a production that definitely has a, a conclusion and an end and there even even the confusion is part of the man uh, of the the stage play to make us think that that we're somehow going to escape the inevitable which really is australia for us by next year so that we cannot have elections so that i would say 2022 is going to be the most dangerous year of our lives and i would not hesitate to think that by mid october going into november that there will be a pandemic of fear um, laying the groundwork to say, you know, we've really got to suspend those elections next year. All the Patriots act up, which is what they wanted us to do this weekend. But we all stayed up and watched football and went to see, went to see Cop Shop. And so they'll get something. They'll get something going. And then, you know, we've got to put them on the street. And, you know, there. I, I guess I would just say, like, in everybody's life, there there is coming a moment. You know, if you think someone's going to come and save you, if you think... Ted Cruz is going to go into the well of the Senate and and um, change things. Not going to happen. If you think M- Mitch McConnell or or Lindsey Graham are going to do anything, they're not. If you think George Bush, he already threw us under the bus. Like name somebody who's going to do anything. You know, everybody's questionable. Everybody's got collateral on them, and maybe it's time. In the sobriety of democracy, that we all stop waiting for politicians to do the shit we need to start doing. And I've advocated on this podcast that the simple act of saying no is a great start. And I, and I've started that in my own life and you've started that. I think we're going to need to move towards civil disobedience, lawful civil disobedience. I think that there will be a hard moment where they are going to deploy the military as they have done in Australia. And I would just say, you know, or the or the sort of military police, you know, the, the police and 
you know, I, I just hope the military and the police choose not to become representatives of really an illegal Orwellian ty- tyrannical state. But that is that is the point where we actually do need to go out into the street and stop them. And I do think we're probably going to look at some kind of limited civil war. It's going to start, you know, in little places and it'll spread and it'll run amok. You should be prepared. We've talked about all that kind of stuff. Um, I think if I were going to give you some some prep notes for today and remember, I'm not a master prepper. There's I'm not even a prepper. I, like I was think, I was yeah. thinking about it today. I'm not really a prepper. I'm more like someone getting ready for the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I would say. I'm not the prepping. I, I'm not into prepping or it's anything not like, like a, that. All the time lifestyle. Yeah. For you. Like it's more specific to this time period. I'm not, but it's not even my focus. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to keep the lights on for us and fed, but I'm more interested in what it would actually really be about, which is um, the removal of unlawful power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. And I do think that will probably necessitate violence. And I think you should be ready to participate um, in the lawful removal of unlawful power structures. For sure. And maybe laws don't mean anything. I mean, they don't. They don't really. Laws really don't mean anything to that side unless they need to whip you with them. Oh, but yeah. it's amazing, you know. And that won't. That won't pass. Like, I mean, like. You were making a, a comment sort of about the French Revolution yesterday. And just like yeah. the, the levels that they go to AOC and her dress or this person to show you that they don't abide by the laws. But if you do, your life will be ruined and ended. And I think I think that they actually miscalculate there with a the branding thing because you have to remember, they do want to be gods. I can tell you right now, like in the trans human mindset, they may not call it gods or whatever, but they see society is hitting a, ne- a next evolution and they want to control it. They want to control who's in it and they want to control the power structure of it. And it really is shorthand term gods. That's that's what they're seeing themselves as. And they're using all of these things. They're not accidental. When they show you these photographs, they are to they've, they've fear controlled the couple, cringed against the fuselage and they've enraged you. And that's exactly what they want to accomplish. And so I would say it's coming. There's a moment of violence coming probably from them directed at you to let you finally know, don't mess with us. We're completely in charge. And I think that's the miscalculation because I think all of us are dumb enough to burn it down rather than let you have it. And so today I would tell you to have good footwear. That's what a good NCO would tell you to do. It's what a good officer would tell you to do. Have good footwear. What I mean by good footwear is you should get some good combat boots. You can get them cheap at Army Surplus stores, and you should have about 16 pairs of socks. And, you know, if any kind of operational environment, you should change your socks twice a day. You're probably going to be doing a lot more walking. They do, with geofences, have a way to turn off your modern cars. Um, if you're participating in some sort of structured uh, demonstration, you know, or a removal of unlawful power, let's call it that, um, you're going to be foot mobile and foot mobile is safer, you know, because they can track vehicles and, and things like that. So what I would personally get if you have some money, and I think everybody's got a little money, is to get what I got, which is get some Oakley uh, light assault boots or light assault two boots. Those are really great. 
Uh, very comfortable. You, your feet will love you for that. Regular old issue combat boots from back in my day will kill your feet until you break them in, and then they'll still kill your feet. But some good Oakley Assault boots is really the way to go. You can pick them up for about $120. No, they are not advertising on this, but I know people at the Oakley factory in my neighborhood because it's real near where I live, and I know people around town, and Oakley is really pro-veteran, pro-freedom stuff like that i highly encourage you to get some of those um i wouldn't i wouldn't if you while you're there uh and you don't have to get oakley socks they're a little expensive um pick up a pair of assault gloves or what they now call factory pilot gloves those are really just great for gp you know general purpose um but they've got some nice knuckle dusters on the front of them so that people's teeth don't get implanted into your knuckles um but it's also good for reaching in nasty things and things like that these are just good things to have. Um, and that would be the extent, you know, like remember we talked about primary and secondary and having a good knife and everything like that. A good pair of gloves. You can get mechanics, which are cheaper. Those are 40 bucks. And a good, some footwear and a nice backup set of socks. Um, and, a, and a good assault pack or a day pack or a rucksack, if you're from my generation, um, to carry all that in is, is a great start for whatever is coming next or for just like conducting your life in any kind of situation or even just going hiking or whatever i think the thing that i'm trying to say is i think the world's about to get a lot more dangerous and because i think the other side is feeling that they're reaching a critical moment of power demonstration because like i said it's not an accident that you're seeing these these situations where they don't have to comply it's not an accident that i do feel that the elections are being stolen it's not an accident that it's mandate, mandate, mandate. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. We will have our way. You will not participate. Chris Rock gets COVID, tells everybody to get vaccinated, even though he is vaccinated. You're seeing the insanity of that Orwellian, tyrannical overstate where you can't question anything and everything is bent to drive you to a servile position so that you fear the state. But I just know this about America, and it's where Orwell got it wrong. But remember, his is set in the UK. That is a class system. That is a servant system. Watch Downtown, Downtown Abbey. It is still alive and well today. That is how they behave. In America, we do not have that. That is not in our mindset. It's part of the reason they're trying to flip us with so many illegal immigrants, illegal aliens from other states to, to, to have a mass of people that believe in the class system. Well, we don't, you know, and I think we can infect to go ahead and just, you know, sell, sell the concept of freedom to America, to whether these people are, are illegal immigrants or, or, you know, however they've come here, you have a great opportunity to make this case to them that 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 they can inherit freedom too. The other side is is trying to make the case of like, wouldn't it be great here if you came here and cleaned our toilets and kept us in power and we kept you down in the slums? I mean, look at Newsom's first order. As soon as he feared uh, no longer being elected, he capped down on single family zoning. He wants you to live in the pod. He wants you to eat the bugs. He doesn't want you to have guns. He doesn't want you to have freedom. And really, honestly, if you're looking at it, they don't want to have elections anymore. They're tired of this. And they're about to start making cases where elections are really dangerous. You're going to see that happen. But I'm telling you, if you'll take a moment 
to download freedom onto an immigrant and to talk about the inheritance that they have. If they're going to be in America, there's probably not much you can do to stop them. So why not flip them? Why not tell them about you know what they really came for over here? Whether they're wearing those Biden things or having the card or money or the phone or whatever, at the beginning of their journey a long time ago, they imagined some sort of Trumpian success. Some sort of like, hey, in America, you can be anything that you want to be. And I do that with every immigrant that I meet in, in California, which is a lot of them. I always tell them, you know, like in, in California, in America, you can be anything that you want to be. And a lot of the times they're shocked to hear that. And so I think that's definitely something that you want to share with people, especially, you know, in this time of a lack of freedom. And I'll leave you with this one thing from Dick Morris. Um, it was about three days after the just utter beating Romney took from Obama in that election. Let's go ahead now that we're looking at things and we've seen that the, the electronic voting has definitely been trending one way. And it was it was that case in those elections that put nobody Obama into the highest office of the land. But uh, uh, Morris came out and he looked like he'd been dipping into the gift scotch his clients had been giving him through the years. He looked pretty wrecked. His hair was messed up and he was pretty down because he had predicted a Romney win on Fox News. And he said, you know, I want to remind you that even though it looks down, even though things look dark, you have to remember that you're going to win because you possess the truth. We possess, we possess the truth as outlined in our sacred documents. We possess freedom. That is the truth. Yes, we might be in this uh, very scary Halloween time. They, this term they use, the very scaries. They want everybody to be afraid now. Just like that couple cringing against the fuselage. You know, they want everybody because fear gives them power. But they are like people like going into the under basement of their own house and knocking out the support beams and building it on, you know, uh, sand. All of the ground is sinking sand. That's a hymn. But it's a truth. They're out there doing things that aren't based in the truth. And we possess the truth. And we will win. We may have to go through some very scary times. So it might be time to get those boots and those socks and those gloves together to be ready. Take a walk around your neighborhood. Try to do two, four, six miles. You're going to need to do that stuff. You're going to need to participate. That moment is coming. They're forcing it. And you, you, could, you could just let it pass you by. You could not participate. And you will have to take the rewards of the victor. Which, if it's the other side, ain't going to be too much. But in time, someone's going to stand up and do freedom again because it's what we humans do. I'm hoping we can all do it again here shortly and get things back on track. But the only way that we're going to do that is by doing it. No one is going to save us. Maybe that's something to think about tonight. No one is going to save us. There are no political allies, political representatives. No one is going to save us. There is no other America in the world to come and invade us and restore freedom and take it away from these tyrants who are getting tired of elections and who rule by executive order, rule by mandate, control and capture all big tech, all media, and have massive marketing programs designed to disenfranchise you of your voice. No one is coming to save you. You will need to save you. And that's the podcast.